listening to the Bluff City Podcast from SoManyShows.com. Bluff City Law. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay. I'm Beth. And I'm Ariel. What's going on? Hey, podcast to talk about, I guess, really the first season. Uh, what we thought about it, why there needs to be a second. We'll hear from some uh, other fans of the show that very nicely submitted some audio to share with the podcast. So that should be fun. But uh, yeah, let's talk about season one. Love City Law. Let's go right into favorite character. We met a whole bunch of them. Uh, we watched a lot of evolution along the way. Let's Let's throw out some favorite characters. All right. So I'm going to be probably not surprising. And I'm going to say Sydney Strait. She is powerful. She's a badass. She knows exactly what she wants and how she's going to get it. She's a role model for young girls. And you just, you root for her the entire season because you want to be her. You want to see her succeed. And you kind of also want to see her get into some, get into some trouble. Because, I mean, Sydney Strait straight behind bars. I don't mind that. I don't know about anybody else. You don't she mind minds her being that. behind bars. What? I don't mind Sydney Strait being behind bars. It proves to be interesting. Think about what led her there. Look at that last case. She literally fought for justice until it landed her in jail. I appreciate that. Mm, that's what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the Sydney Strait in jail part. I, I understand <laughs> Sydney doing what she needs to do to get the job done and how she's a badass. Yeah. But I, I definitely don't need to see more Sydney in jail on my end. That's right. well, sure. I didn't mean she had to keep going to jail, but I appreciate what put her there. Yeah, the first- like let's let's call Dean right now. Dean, love your character. Really appreciate her in jail. If you could do that more often, <laughs> that would make a great season too. She could be a boy from jail, right? Yeah, let's just lock her up. We'll just that. Well, look, she found new clients in jail. It's a way to get people in the freaking um law firm. Hey, like Orange is-, is the new black meets Bluff City Law. Get out of here. <laughs> Maybe. Get out of here. It's just ridiculous. All right. All right, go ahead, Beth. I'm going to go with Jake Riley as my favorite character, mainly because I got to see the evolution of him yeah. from being a typical lawyer frat boy who cares about his fancy ride and tucking in his tie when he's barbecue and being better than everyone else and even though you still see that boyish frat boy side of him throughout the entire season because that's not going anywhere you did get to see his heart and I loved that I loved watching that growth I loved watching his growth with Sydney especially I loved watching his growth with George that relationship meant everything to me this season it was amazing and so perfect in so many ways and the way that he came apart at the end was so human and so raw i just i have to give it to jake he did a a fantastic job of just growing as a human being throughout the season yeah very sloan did a fantastic job maybe he was human the whole time and it just (laughs) took you a long time to figure that out i mean in the pilot he did seem very fat boyish just to say who's your favorite character all of them uh you can't do that Peter. i can you know why because you're editing the podcast yeah i I run this joint so i can do whatever i want you stole mine okay because you know i'm team jake i know but i think you need to do elijah i'm bed i'm bed you're in bed whoa i've been team team jake uh and i love sydney too not for the reasons that Firesaw said. Whatever. The same reason that Firesaw does. You know, I I would I would pick Emerson, but he didn't go to jail the whole season, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I didn't say that she had to go to jail the entire season. I said I appreciated what no, led her to jail. There's no making up for what you've said. <sighs> it's now in public record, and everyone's going to think you're a knucklehead. Eh, too late for that. I don't know who to pick. 
I don't know who to pick. I got a couple great characters for you. Ones that I wanted to say that I didn't. <sighs> I don't know what to do. Go with George Bell. I want to go with George. So here's Let's the deal. If, if we're being honest, this is take two of our podcast. And when we did this the first time around, I chose Elijah. And I think I had good reasons for choosing Elijah. But now that we're going through it again, I love Elijah. And I love Jimmy Smith's. But how do you not mention George Bell? Mm-hmm. How, do you not, how do you not talk about Scott Shepard? Uh, Fantastic. I like George right from the get-go. The applesauce, man. Like, <laughs> and, Washington uh, applesauce. And then in kind of the middle, I'm like, all right, so he's a free guy. And he's kind of cracked up in the head a little bit. And he's having a tough time. And, and I was even like, Jake, why are you putting him in your house, dude? Like, what's going on here? Boundaries. And, but then... I don't know how to how you not like him. He just you can't not like the dude. You can't not root for the guy. And then he was on his way to having a great life when Dean killed him. <laughs> there there was no suicide. I feel like season two, there needs to be an investigation into the death because I don't think it was suicide. I think it was Dean Georgeris. And uh <laughs> I feel like maybe the evidence was even tweeted out about that. So I'm calling an FBI. Straight versus George Harris, federal court. Let's oh, go. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah, George Bell. I miss that guy. <laughs> I miss him. I miss him. So great. All right, let's uh, let's kind of switch this because we talked about characters and really, let's be honest, we could have picked any of them and it would have worked. This section I want to call five things we loved about Bluff City Law. And we don't have a ton of time because we're going to try to fly through this so we can have everybody that submitted stuff and put them on the podcast. Five things we loved about Bluff City Law. We'll each do one and then maybe collaboratively we'll come up with two more. One thing I love about Bluff City Law, the way that relationships developed. There was a lot of brokenness at the beginning and I loved the very human and realistic aspect of people mending bridges. I, I loved that about it. There were so many bridges m- mended during this entire season. That's fair. And that's what I love about Bluff City Law. Okay, that's good. I would say I love the little moments, not the ones that everybody talks about, but the things like where you have Bree walking into the courtroom and she positions herself right between two people who probably want her dead, or when Sydney's screaming in the bathroom, or when a little girl who's probably not more than 12 walks into the room and wants to sue the United States government. Like those little tiny moments that add up to big cases at the end, that I love. I think that's good. I'm I agree with that. I think for me, there's there's so many things you could list. But I think for me as a TV fan, take away the whole, I do so many show stuff and I podcast and blah, blah, blah. Just as mm-hmm. a TV show fan, the pilot episode was good. Made me want to continue watching the show. And we only got 10 episodes. And you know, our TV creators out there, they work real hard to make sure that things kind of gradually get better and more intense or more enticing. And when you get to that season finale, you know, there's usually some kind of hook or something big that's happened or whatever. The show just genuinely got better mm-hmm. every single week. Three. So where we get to week 10 and Job you just, you get to week 10 and you're like, how is there not an 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16? It just got so good that... You can't complain about any of it. The characters, the stories, the things that happened, the relationships, how things evolved, how things changed, how opinions of characters and things changed. It, it was just, it was great the whole way, one to 10. I would agree with that. All right, uh, two more so we can have five. Any that stick out that 
we should fight about here? Yes. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. How did nobody mention Memphis? Like, how do you not mention the culture of Memphis, the artistic value of Memphis, the music of Memphis, the food of Memphis, just Memphis overall? There's not many shows that. I'm sorry. The water. The water. Sure. Um, like, how do you not mention something where? All these shows in television take place in New York City, in LA, in et cetera, et cetera. And you have such a small town feel to Memphis and there's so much history and culture that I think that is one of the biggest factors that makes Bluff City Lost so unique. And I think they did a fantastic job incorporating little things like the murals, like the history, like the music, like I mentioned. The Memphis trolley. The Memphis trolley. It's just... It's a character of itself, and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, I'm a, I'm good with that. Big city, small town, all kind of put together with a boatload of cultural impact all around the corner. I, I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I agree. This show wouldn't be the same if it was in Boston or Dallas or even Milwaukee. No offense to Milwaukee, but it wouldn't be the same, right? Can you imagine them with the Boston accents doing that? So one yeah. thing that I still want to fight for is these ripped from the headlines episode arcs. These cases that get you talking with the people that you're watching with. These cases that make you confront what is happening in society right now. How can you not mention that? Yeah. The jaw-dropping, fighting, like going against the U.S. government, you know, protecting human rights fighting for the little guy, going against big corporation, you know, fighting for justice and everything that is good and right and moral in this world. And the things that we need to stand up and say, no, as a human being, I don't accept that. You can't cut this person's hair. You can't sentence this person to life. You can't destroy who we are as the fabric of America. And doing so elegantly. I think that's one big part of it too. Yeah, there's no there was no super controversy about it either. Like it was very much displayed in such a even way. Of mm-hmm. this is this is all sides of it. This is what we see and this is how you fight for justice. I I loved that the way they hit every single one of those marks. And they didn't shy away from the opposite opinion. So you see Sydney go against her father several times on things that she feels is not the same, even if it doesn't stand with the values that maybe she was brought up on. But it's interesting. And I think that's important when you have a show like this too. I agree. Jay, thoughts? Do you agree? Yeah. You don't agree with the big ripped from the headlines plots being such an important part nah all right mr overruled what would you say then (laughs) no i mean listen that that's that's you're right in the in you're right in how they put it all together and how they shared those stories fought for or against those stories i think they did a great job for that why i say "Mm," is not not so much in a negative way as i guess it sounds but i think with this cast and with the overall intention of the story across the, you could give them any case, any story ripped from the headlines or not totally make believe totally ridiculous. I think they could have sold any of them uh, just because they're the right people for the right job. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Plus I like to argue with Beth. How rude. Well, <laughs> truth well. is the truth. Uh, I'm going to throw a sixth one in there, even though we were doing five. Um, but again, I can do that. Cause that's how I roll. Cause you're Jay. And I want to mm-hmm. go back to, I want to go back to the favorite character thing from it. Because for me, when I watch TV, there's always something I hate about it. Always. 
even like my most favorite shows, there's something that drives me crazy about it, or there's a character I can't stand, or like I can't wait for a character to die, or some <laughs> horrible, evil thing. You are a horrible, evil human being then. Well, Whoa. sometimes sometimes I don't want them on my TV screen. That's okay. I'm allowed to feel that way. But like going back to a favorite character where you can't pick one, I think that's a big reason why I like the show, love the show, because I really genuinely like them all. There's no one on the show that I was like, oh, can we just skip this part? I, I don't need to learn about that. You know, like there was nothing. Even, even tiny moments, you know, um, where they're, they're betting over the barbecue sauce. Like, <laughs> how cool is that, man? It's just cool. So, yeah. I agree. I think that not only are the characters all great, but the roles that they were hired to play, like they play them so well. I love watching the interaction between Sydney and Brie. I love, love, love Della and Elijah. I mean, I love Della overall. I think she's just like wonderful character who has probably gone through so much in her own life and Emerson and just everybody is so important. And I think that's hard to do in a show where there's a big, um, a big ensemble like this one. Right. Let's just that's say they knocked casting out of the park on this one. Agreed. Casting was phenomenal. Can you imagine anyone else being Sydney? No. Caitlin is Sydney. There's no one else to be here. And Emerson, I couldn't imagine anyone being Emerson except for Sony. They did such a fantastic job with casting all the way around. Let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about uh, quickly how to get a second season. There's a lot of people out there asking, you know, how does a second season happen? Is it possible? What can we do? Rah, 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 rah. So long story short is the ratings for the show were okay. They weren't great. They weren't terrible. They were okay. Kind of middle of the road-ish. What matters now is all about those that stream it for about the next two or three weeks. So if you're listening to this, when you're done listening to this, go back to your TV, Hulu or NBC.com or something. Stream the darn thing again. Every single episode. Give them those viewpoints. Because and that's, tell your friends. Yeah, Have them that, stream. And their that, mom's stream. That's going to be what, what sets it over the edge when NBC sits down to figure out, all right, what are we going to do next year? If nobody watches, there's not going to be another second season. So if you want a second season, finish the podcast first. And then, and then, watch the darn thing. And right, tell your friends. Tell your mom. Call your mom right now. All right, not right now. After the podcast, call your mom. Say, mom, I need you to sign up for Hulu. Okay. Give her your credit card number. You can give her Beth's credit card number. I'll, I'll give Beth's credit card number at the end of the podcast, which will force you to listen to the whole thing. Then give it to your mom. She can sign up for Hulu, stream the whole season, and it'll be a beautiful thing. And I'll just have a massive bill to pay at the end. Not a problem. But we'll have a season two, so it's fine. Right. It's an investment, Beth. It's an it investment is. into the future. I wonder if I could get credits in a, an episode or something, or maybe they could let me be an extra. Is it credit card Those. fraud if I put that out there? I'm not really sure if that is or not. I don't know. I don't know. Why do you have Beth's credit card to begin with? Watch out. This is Jay. That's not important. Let's not worry about that. Hmm. All right. So a second season. So why would we want a second season anyway? Let's. And this is what we're going to talk to some of our uh, some of the other fans out there that have submitted stuff. Kind of what did the show mean to you? Why? What made this something that you need another season? So what did the season, what did the show, what did the whole shebang mean to you guys? So this show means a lot to me personally, because as many people who listen to this maybe might not know, um, I am a social work student 
justice is my kind of thing. Standing up for the little guy is my thing. And I just love seeing week after week a group of people go after something that is a positive influence on the world. When Elijah handed Sydney that sticky note the first episode, that was just such a powerful moment where you're like, okay, maybe we're one person. Maybe as a group, we're a few people. But together, we can change the world. Together, we make a difference. When you see these people working together and you see the impact it has not only on the show, but in the community who watch the show, like that's integral to me. And I just think that in today's culture where everything is so negative and everybody's fighting and nobody's together, nobody's united as one. That's what we need in TV right now. I'm here for season two. I loved the raw humanness of it. Honestly, seeing the personal growth and the way that people interacted for me, the relationships probably was one of the biggest things for me. Sydney reconciling with her father, dealing with knowing that her her mom knew what happened, uh, learning to love Emerson, Jake learning to open up, George forgiving. Every little thing to me was so important of seeing this is real life. This isn't just... TV. This isn't some show. This is what we go through every day. This is what I see in in my personal life. And for that to be represented on TV was such a big deal to me. And then I also just love, I love when the little guy wins. I love a good mm-hmm. underdog story. And I love the creativity of thinking outside of the box and finding out ways to solve the different problems and to win cases. And it, it makes me want to strive to make a difference in, in my own world, to find different ways than, oh, well, you know, I couldn't get from point A to point B. Maybe I can try going to D, C, and E to get back to B and, and make it. It makes you want to fight for something. I like it. What about you, Jay? I'm going to I'm gonna kind of take a simpler approach to this question. And what I mean by that is I don't watch a lot of TV. It's funny because I run so many shows.com. And that's what we do is talk about TV. But I actually dislike a lot of TV. And one of the reasons why I dislike a lot of TV, everything's the same. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing over and over and over. And there's an occasional twist or something a little bit different or a surprise about a character. And for me, this wasn't just a legal drama. I love a legal show. I was excited about a legal show. It wasn't just a legal show. And it wasn't just a family drama. It wasn't just a show about talking about the main issues in the world right now. It wasn't just a show about like an underdog. All things we've kind of seen in different parts of TV over and over and over again. Except this show was kind of a little bit of everything. Nothing outdid the other thing. They all kind of worked in tandem to give an actual quality new TV show that I could be excited about sitting down on my couch and watching. I didn't have to worry like, all right, what's it this week? What's what's Sydney going to jail for this week? <laughs> you know? That's where she's like, gonna live apparently. There was something different about each thing, a different spark on the legal side, a different spark on the family side, a little spark even on some of the comedic side of the show that for me, and it goes back to the actors behind these characters, they did such a good job of taking the story that was supposed to be told and turning into something that I knew I was going to enjoy no matter what happened because it wasn't the same bleeping thing week in and week out. That makes sense? Yeah, totally. It's very true. Wow, I said something smart for once. Yes. Look at you. You should keep that forever. Right. All right, we're going to get to uh, some of the fans that that uh, sent in some submissions for this. And, of course, we thank 
everyone that did. I think we're going to get everybody into this. There's a couple, uh, one in particular that the audio is not so great. Not your fault. Um, I'm trying to figure that out so that way I can make it sound good. Uh, but otherwise, thank you all for uh, submitting that stuff. We appreciate it. I'm thank sure uh, you. the show appreciates it. Uh, and I guess while I'm at it, thanks to the show. Thanks to Dean for always uh, being a cool dude, chatting with me about the show, uh, coming on radio with us, chatting with us about the show. Heck yeah. And the cast. The cast was very um, involved on Twitter, on social media. They were involved in the community in Memphis. Like the people in Memphis love them. So and the writers, this was great. It's been a great season. I'm while, really hoping we get a season two. And while I'm thanking people, uh, thank you, ladies, for uh, this. this was fun. Uh, wish thank we, you. Wish we hadn't been so busy and we could have actually done more of these podcasts. But I appreciate your time and dedication to making this work. To to know some behind the scenes stuff, I was very difficult to put these at all together. Uh, even even the very first one we did about like the trailer, it was weeks in process putting it together and maneuvering schedules and uh, even recording this now. Uh, it started with a text message about four hours ago, like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Hey, can you do this? And then more text messages and then traffic and then headaches and then papers. Oh my God, are we going to get it done? And then my green, we- my screen, it broke. Oh, yeah, I should do that. So Seattle's just that. Awful when it comes yeah. to traffic. Especially- so, so, yeah. Thank you, ladies, for being a part of that. Thank you for editing. And thanks and, for coming uh, up with us. And uh, that too. Let, let's plan to do a better job in season two. How about that? All right. Aye, aye, Captain. I might have to move to the East Coast to help that one out. My name is Julie, and I'm from Rhode Island. Bluff City Law is an amazing show that's really needed today. It touches on some really important issues tugs at our heartstrings and leaves us feeling a bunch of things that we couldn't in a million years have expected to feel. The characters are people we can't help but grow to love, ones that we can relate to, that we're rooting for. There aren't very many shows that I am dedicated to watching every week, but this is number one for me. It truly is special and has worked its way into our hearts. Also, George will forever be my hero. To all those who have made this show what it is, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Pass that they're either there for each other, uh, they, they're able to come together while still working things out with those uh, possible issues that's been brought to the forefront and uh, they work together for the betterment of those that they're serving uh, as well as the betterment for each other. My name is Maddie. <laughs> I'm from Wyoming, Minnesota. And I love Plus City Law because they bring out the real stories in our lives. They're honest, they're truthful. It's not a 30 second sound bite in the news. These are the real issues that we deal with every day. And the IVF story really hit home to me because I just had a total hysterectomy for medical reasons. So the whole wanting to have a baby and just kind of like in a way that the church doesn't recognize, I kind of understood that because I took away my one chance of getting a baby for my own health. And I really love that. I also love that the characters are flawed. They're not perfect. Uh, I don't know if that's the way Dean wanted it. I'm sure it probably is. (laughs) And I love that. And then also the actors, they're amazing. And they also show their flaws in their acting. And they're not afraid to say, hey, I screwed this up or this one 
story really hit home for me and it was hard to talk about. And that's why we need a season two is because there are so many more stories that need to be told. And NBC really needs to give this a, a second season so we can talk about the real issues in our country and across the world. So thank you to Dean for giving us this amazing show and thank you to the actors. Bye. All right, we got to wrap this puppy up. Thank you so much for listening. And please follow along with us at so many shows.com. Goodbye. That's a terrible goodbye. That's terrible too. Try again. Goodbye. Do you have to sound like a dork? Goodbye. Much better. Oh. Bye, everyone. See ya. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and visit so many shows.com. 